Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. So glad to be back with you today as we continue our study in Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Uh, we ended the, the episode yesterday talking about Ephesians chapter uh, 1, beginning at verse 15, where Paul talks about the mighty power of God that was unleashed in Jesus, raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand far above all principality and power and mighty dominion in every name that is named, both in this age and the one that is to come. In other words, Jesus is absolutely preeminent and supreme for all eternity. And Paul says that same resurrection, life, and power has been unleashed toward you and I who believe. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in you and in me. What an incredible truth. Romans 8, 11, in another letter, Paul said, if that same spirit which raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken. That word quicken is a form of the Greek word zoe, meaning life. And literally he says that same spirit will give life to your mortal bodies. Mortal means subject to death. We live in bodies that are mortal, subject to death. But that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead because he is in us, Paul says that he will give life. And, it, and it's, it's, it's resurrection life. He will give life to your mortal bodies. I want to pray for, for people today who are sick and suffering and, uh, and, and maybe who are just drained and tired in life. I want to pray for you right now that this truth that we're talking about, that it will be realized and manifest in you today that you will experience his resurrection life working in you, giving life to your mortal body. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters and maybe somebody that doesn't yet know you, but they're giving their life to you now. God, I pray that each person out there, those who are drained and those who are tired and weary and sick, I pray that right now that that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead will quicken and give life to their mortal bodies now as you have promised in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, for doing it. Amen and hallelujah. Now, this passage that we are looking at, it's Ephesians chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. And Paul prays for uh, Holy Spirit enlightenment. He calls it a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Uh, so that you can understand this momentous, magnificent truth that I'm sharing with you, that the same resurrection life and power that brought Jesus out of the tomb that defeated sin and Satan, that same power has been directed toward those of us who believe. Now, let me share with you what happened at the resurrection. Satan and demons were not annihilated, but they were stripped of their authority. They were stripped of their right to, to do anything uh, bad to the children of God. So the only power that Satan has over you 
is in his power to deceive, to lie and deceive you and cause you to believe something that's not true. To give an example in the real world, let's take a military example. Let's say there is a general and uh, he is found guilty of treason. So he is court-martialed. He has a trial. He's court-martialed. He is stripped of all his authority, uh, all of his ribbons. Uh, his stars are taken. He is drummed out of the military. He no longer has any authority. Now, if he, put, if he puts on his uniform with all of his ribbons and medals and, and his, his stars, and he goes to another city, to another base, where they haven't heard that he's been stripped of his authority, then he can go in there and order people around. Because when they see all the insignia, oh, he's a general, then they're going to be jumping at his commands. But as soon as they learn the truth, as soon as the word comes down to him, oh no, he's not a general anymore. He, he has been court-martialed. He's been drummed out of the army. The lowliest private can tell him, get lost. <laughs> and so it is in the church. So it is with Satan and demons. When you know the truth, the newest believer in Christ can tell the devil to get lost and, and declare the truth that is in Jesus, and he has to flee. There's a passage in the book of James. Let me read it. We may close with it. But in the, the, the New Testament book of James, over towards the back, it's just uh, James is right after Hebrews and just before 1 Peter. But in James chapter 4, listen to this, verse 7. He says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, this is not written to great apostles and prophets and so. It's written uh, to believers. Some of them are new believers. It applies to all of them. And Paul and, and James mentions two postures that we are to have. One posture toward God, another posture towards the devil. Towards God, he says, submit. That means to yield to, to yield our hearts, yield our minds up to God. And then he says, resist. That means to stand against. No, don't yield to the devil. No, huh? you stand against him. You take a stand against him. No, I'm not moving. And James says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, that word flee, the Greek word it means to run in terror. And it has the connotation of someone being so frightened that they're running with their hair standing out on end. They're so frightened. And you say, can that be? Can that, can that really be? That Satan would be that afraid of me? Yes, absolutely. You know why? Because what Jesus accomplished at his cross and resurrection was for you. His victory over Satan was your victory over Satan. He did it for you on your behalf. 
And so when you yield to God, you yield to what he has done. You yield to his name. You yield to his authority. And then in his name, in his authority, not because you're anybody or I'm anybody, but when you yield to him and to his authority and you know what he has done on your behalf, and you know that that same power and authority is now has been directed toward you and into you, and then you take your stand against the devil. You see, the devil was so beat up. He suffered such a pounding and resurrection. He wants nothing to do with that anymore. And when the believer understands that, and they stand in their place in Jesus Christ, they stand in his name and his authority, and they resist the devil, he runs. He doesn't just back off, he flees. He runs in terror like someone so frightened, their hair standing out on end. Oh, how we need to understand what Jesus accomplished for us. Now, I feel like I need to say it again. He didn't go to the cross for himself. He didn't need it. He went to the cross for you. He came out of the tomb, mighty conqueror, for you. He ascended on high, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named for you. That's why we need to understand who we are and what we have in him. Wow. I'm Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. Going through this, Paul's letter to the Ephesians. What a powerful letter. What an enlightening letter that tells us what God has accomplished for us through Jesus Christ and who we are now as his people and the rights and privileges that belong to us. We'll talk about more. We'll continue this conversation when we come together again in the next episode. In the meantime, check out my uh, uh, website, eddiehyatt.com. All kinds of resources there. You'd like to give a an offering? There's uh, information if you'd like to make a, a donation to our ministry uh, to help us continue to reach out all over the world with the good news of Jesus Christ and helping the body of Christ to understand and to know who they are, that they can rise up in victory and be His witnesses in this hour. EddieHyatt.com, and I'll look forward to seeing you next time.